Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. It's Pharrell on the bench in the biggest way possible, hanging out. The bad seat, the broken, the bad, the bad, the bad, the bad, the bad, the hanging around, the bad, 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 bad vibes. We are live in the Magic City studios in the Pharrell of Palacio, right across the river through the woods where Granny loves a little nine-pound hammer in New York City. The Big Apple, ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, to to travel in some kind of fashion, shaking it up, you do, but all my friends that come around, fight to flood a party, rats on the west side, bed vibes uptown, with a mess of the tides, a tattered print splattered all over my head, should it be shaking out, ooh, woo, woo, I think I'm out of God, Simon from K, yeah, yeah, should do that, yeah, yeah, woo, 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 yeah, yeah, woo, woo, hey, what's gigging, I'm Pharrell, along with your boy Mafia tonight. And I was noticing because I had a I had a big uh, fat parlay going tonight in hockey, and I was in really big trouble with it because the Penguins uh, were down four to two, you know, in the third period to the loser Flyers, and they were in big trouble with about eight minutes left. But then Jay Kendall shot a power play goal at twelve thirty six to make it four to three, and then less than thirty seconds later. Rue Waddle with a goal from Heinen and Carter to tie it up. And then Chris Letang unassisted. 30 seconds into overtime. And the Penguins went up high to four over the loser Flyers. I banged it out with the Blues and Lightning on a three-way. Counting money with my tongue. Shake out, ooh, shake out, ooh, shake out, ooh. Also, the uh, Sabres doubled up the Islanders, 63. Got that score right today, uh, Mafia, except the wrong team. I go, I think the Islanders will win that game, 6-3. Rangers, I got that right as well. In a shootout, 2-1 over the Bruins. Let's see if I got any uh, pieces of that right. Yeah, that one was a crazy finish. How about that shootout? What was that? Well, first of all, before they even get to the shootout, you, with 40 seconds, well, before that, there's like a minute or something left in overtime. They get a, uh, a goaltender interference as Smith crashes into Shesterkin, and then play continues, things go on, and all of a sudden, with 40 seconds left in overtime after a stoppage, they send the trainer out upstairs and say, all right, uh, go Yank Igor, we're worried about him having a concussion. With 40 seconds left in overtime, and the guy's been playing for like a minute after that, so he gets all pissed off, runs off to the you know the locker room, Georgia comes in, luckily doesn't have to make any saves, and then they go to the shootout, and somehow Shesterkin's cleared back in there for the shootout, and it goes to nine rounds before Keandre Miller ends up finishing it. Yeah. He scored in the ninth round. His first ever shootout, and he scores to win it. 
you know, like I think it was the anniversary of the Oshi goal in the Olympics uh, against the Russians where it went eight overtimes, you know, eight shootout goals, shots, like, whatever you want to call it. He took, what, like five of them? Yeah, but he scored the winner. We welcome our radio affiliates to the program this evening. Congratulations for finding us. Sirius XM, channel 159, Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in San Diego. Near Tijuana, do you wanna? Sports Map Radio and Sports Byline USA. Armed forces all over the globe. Give me a Getting ready for World War III in Ukraine starting tomorrow with Russia against the United States and their NATO partners. Good luck, everyone, as the world's ending. As long as Sports Grid's on, we'll all be okay. Guy walked up to me in the gym today, and he said, uh, in, in the locker room, I was just walking in it. I don't know, 8.15 in the morning or something like that. And um, guy says to me, hey, I, I saw you on uh, TV. And I said, is that right? And the guy said, yeah, like, what is that? Like some kind of gambling network? <laughs> I go, well, yeah, it's a sports betting network. And we do uh, fantasy, too. He's like, erotic fantasy? I'm like, yes. And he goes, well, I thought your show was awesome. I go, thank you. You should watch longer because you'll get the, um, you know, the fantasy end of it cleared up for yourself. I thought that was pretty cool. Also today, uh, our boy uh, Pittsburgh Consigliere Sherapan texted us in the middle of the Coast to Coast show. And he was in a uh, restaurant in Vegas. And they also were big fans of... Sports Grid and Pharrell Coast to Coast and had it airing in the restaurant. I thought that was cool. Uh, a lot happened today. There's a lot of uh, crazy games going on and uh, wild finishes. We got everything else. We'll keep our eyes on everything. Late night starts. Wisconsin, Indiana going on right now in Bloomington. You get it all on a bench. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen posed that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. You may or may not be a good Sports Grid listener. Test yourself. If you've ever gotten rabies from trying to get a fresh rabbit's foot, you may not be a good Sports Grid listener. Sports gaming strategies and info. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench with Scott Farrell. So anyway, um, this morning um, I had a, a little bit of a, a problem uh, where um, I was taking 
my son to school, right? And uh, so here's the deal. I take I take my son to school every day, and, and my hot wife takes my daughter to school because they go to two different schools. And, um, I mean, my job is to take him. And then I go hit the gym, you know, knock down shots, lift, swim, whatever, work out. And, then, you know, that's how I roll in the morning. And uh, so this morning I go down the street. I'm driving toward the school, blah, blah, blah. And then um, they got a road closure. And I'm like, all right, here we go, detour. So they So they detour me and everyone else through this neighborhood, right, like where people live. So you're driving on this main road toward the school. It's a pretty big school. And then they detour us into this neighborhood where I've never been in before. No problem. It's a you know quiet neighborhood, nice, nice neighborhood, nice houses, whatever. And we're winding through this thing. And then all of a sudden, um, all of a sudden I, I hit, you know, this you know, bottom line wall of traffic. And I mean, it is just absolutely dead stopped and not moving. I mean... I'm sitting there and I'm just not moving at all. I'm just sitting there and I'm kind of prepping the show at this point because I'm just not moving. I'm like doing stories and getting things ready for Mafia and, and Carver Eye and I'm I'm doing my show prepping. I'm just not moving. And I'm like, what the Pharrell? I'm like, what is what is what is Pharrell inhabiting here? And now like, you know, all I have to do is get like a little bit you know, just a little bit aggravated or agitated and it just um, kind of throws my son off. You know what I mean? Like he's not a fan of of uh, when I start getting angry, and uh, he's just he's just not into it. He's like a mellow dude, and he's just not into you know. He's cool, but he's just not into when I get mad. And I'm like, what? I go, what the Pharrell is happening here? And I'm looking. And I look and there's like 500 cars in front of me. I'm looking down the street and I'm looking, it's going down and up. And I look at the top of this hill and I see this car. I'm like, there must be 250, 300, 400 cars between me and this car at the top of the hill. So 45 minutes goes by. I'm still like 20 deep. I finally get to the top of the hill and it lets out onto this main road. This very busy road. And and they come from both directions, and people go into the school. And every day of the year, they have uh, cops there that let people in. So if they're coming from one side of this busy road, they wave them into the school. And the other side waits. And then when he lets them go, the other side waits. You get it. But how about these stupid-ass moron cops? They never posted anyone at the street where all the people were being detoured. They just kept dealing with the people on the main road, but they detoured everyone off into this neighborhood so that they could wind around and get to the main road. But then when you got to the main road, no one would let you out because it's a, it's a G damn freeway. So no one could get out. They never started school till nine o'clock in the morning. I'm sitting there for like an hour. And then I finally, just so the audience can better understand who I am, I drove up and when I finally got to the cop at the entrance to the school, I rolled down my window and I said, man, you guys really forrelled that one up today, didn't you there, chief? I mean, you guys really forrelled that one up, didn't you? I mean, you guys did a great job today, effing that up for everybody. Nice job, toothpick. I said it right to his face. I'm like, I'm like, what are you going to do, arrest me, you male organ, stupid ass, you idiot. Like, how dumb do you have to be to cause that chaos? And then, uh, you, how about this? It gets even better. There, it's, it's the PSC and G or whatever, the electric company or whatever the hell it is. And they, they got like a power outage on the main street, right? So they decide that they're going to fix it. When the entire area, I mean, like thousands of people drive to this school. You understand? <laughs> why, why didn't you just wait 10 minutes till school started and then do it when no one's on the streets? 
I mean, this thing, they converge on this school like, you know, the end of the earth. And then they're, once they go into school, there's not one car within miles of the place. When school starts, the road's empty. These stupid asses. I drove past where they were fixing it. I swear to God, I laid on my horn at all the cops. I stuck my hand out the window. I double-fisted fingers right at all of their faces from 15 feet away. Looked right at them, and I gave them both double birds. And I don't give a flying F. I'm like, Jesus, how stupid are these? I mean, you wonder why they call them pigs. Idiots. I'm serious. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, how stupid are you people? What do you mean, you people? The rest of my day went well, Mafia. I just wanted to say that uh, it actually inspired me to lift more weights today. I did way more weightlifting than usual when I'm angry. Don't judge him by this meeting alone. He's normally a really nice guy. My son was scared to death of me. I'm like, I looked at the one guy. I'm just like, how stupid are you dudes? I mean, honestly, like, are you guys really this stupid? <laughs> I mean, like, you guys have this up real juicy, real good and juicy, didn't you? Guy looked at me like I had pizza on my face. I'm like, I hope you freeze your D off. It was like five degrees outside. I hated the guy. I don't even know him. I hate him dead. Avi's a lot nicer to the police because he's wanted in five states. He tries to maintain a low, kind of an anonymity thing. He just doesn't get involved when I start yelling at the at the popo. You know, Mafia yeah, typically will popo, lay down. In, well, he'll lay down in the seat and pretend like he's not in the car, which is a nice move. The problem is he's 6'5", 250 pounds. So he thinks he's hiding, but he actually uh, is in full view. But whenever there's cops, Mafia ducks low. And I just never wanted to break his heart and let him know that they can still see him. He like, he's like Kareem Abdul-Jabber. It's Jabbar. Really? So I was very upset this morning. I got to tell you. And uh, tomorrow, if I go and they're still like shut down that street, I swear to God, I promise you, I'm going to do a UE and my son's not going to school. I'm surprised he still gets frazzled. I mean, he's grown, around, grown up around you his whole life that he gets worked up when you get worked up. I mean, he should just, that should be second nature to him right now. He's getting pissed off. Well, it is, but he just doesn't want me to do it. You understand? Like, so he saw me roll down the uh, window. Doesn't want he, you to embarrass I'm him. Like, I'm sitting there trying to get out onto this highway, and I couldn't make the left because no one will let you out. And then I'm, like, willing to risk life and limb to finally cut off, like, cars doing 60 coming from both directions. And I peeled out and got in the line. And then when I peeled out and got in the line and cut a bunch of people off, and they all slammed on their horns, and I gave them all the finger, then I rolled down my window, and he knew – he knew when I rolled down my window, when I was getting close to the cop, that I was going to say something. He's like, don't do it. He's like, don't do it. Just don't say anything. Please don't say anything. And I just wasn't listening to him. He has no say, just so we're clear. He has no say in my, uh, in my, you know, process. Like in terms of like, you know, the day, he just doesn't get it. But yet, he hasn't figured out yet that I don't listen to him. One of these days he'll get used to it and realize I don't listen to him. He listens to me. Who do they trust me? That's who. Who do they want me? That's who. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. They were going through the motions. They were lifeless. I don't like that or condone that at all. I play it straight up, yo. So, um... Rick Haro is, um, he, he called Mafia today and he said tomorrow he's going to do the show from um, uh, just like right on the runway at the um, Phoenix airport uh, as the planes are landing and taking off. <laughs> 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 I mean to tell you. I, I'm allowed to make fun of Haro. I've known him longer than anyone. He, uh, his existence is because of me in life and i'm like his uh son <laughs> and i don't know what was going on there but there was a lot happening there <laughs> and like i heard of just a lot of things happening there at the super bowl in the stadium in the middle of the game with you know i mean there was only seventy thousand people there <laughs> and just i thought you know mafia you should call him up and just and so mafia called him up and said well, you should do the wednesday shows um from on <laughs> on the runway at the airport so we can get full you know 747 787s all the planes just the biggest engines <laughs> how did that work out mafia like he thought it was a good idea yeah you know it wasn't as good as the idea he had there doing it from the stadium which i don't think he was even the stands i feel like that was in one of the houses while snoop dogg Eminem, and dre were performing one of those houses on the field that they had <laughs> yeah I don't know what was happening there, but I remember watching him. He was doing a, uh, he was doing some of those things at, um, at, at radio row. Right. Like, so he walked over, there's, you know, 10,000 people there. He walked over to like a table that was empty in the middle of 10,000 people. And he props up this phone. He's got like a, like some kind of a clamp and he hooks it up and then he just films himself. And he's got this big phone. It's like a movie theater phone. And he does he does all those videos. That's how he does it. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, uh, boy, that's that's not easy doing it right in there with, you know, thousands of people screaming and yelling all around you. I was just like, what is happening here? I mean, you know, when I do it, uh, it, it when I do it at night there at the at the Super Bowl, there's nobody there. Like the day's over. Like there's not ten thousand people now. When I did the TV show. We actually uh, were on this gigantic Sirius XM set, which was the stage in this gigantic compound that they had at the Super Bowl. And I was on the best stage uh, money could buy. And then we used NFL headsets where you can't hear anything else around you. And the mics only pick up the voice that the headset's connected to. It doesn't really absorb uh, the outside influences and crowd. It just picks up the guy talking and the guy talking has his ears covered with these uh, headsets and all he can hear is the broadcast. You you get that, Mafia. You understand how it works. So I didn't, ha- I don't have those problems. He was just doing it like raw dog, like doing it right in front of a camera uh, and just right in the middle of thousands of people. And I was like... This this has just got to be difficult <laughs> to actually uh, pull off. And, you know, today on um, Coast to Coast, I said Villanova, uh, Providence, it was four and a half, right? And they lose by five, Providence. 
Uh, you remember, Mavia, word for word, I said, um, I took Providence and the four and a half. They lost. And I said, if they lose this game, it just goes to show you that um, they're not going anywhere in the NCAA tournament. I mean, you're at home. You're a four and a half point dog to Villanova at home. You got to win the game. You just have to win that game. And I mean to tell you that you know, losing that game for me, Mafia, just says it all. Now, I know all these people think Cooley's team is really good. And the, the reality of it is they just aren't. They're, they're, they're good. They're not great at all. And, I mean, they're a decent team that can win games and they're tough to play and they can give you problems. But at the end of the day, really good teams are going to beat them. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, when you get to the top echelon, I mean, they've beat some good teams in the you know, ranked teams like Xavier and Marquette. But, I mean, when you're playing Villanova, this is your chance to show that, you know, put the rest of the conference on notice. Like, listen, we're going to contend for this. If you can't beat Villanova, you can't win the Big East and you can't really make that noise because they have been the perennial, you know, champion of that conference since Jay Wright's been there. And, you know, you put a good performance against them, but not a great one because you didn't win. And that's what matters. You didn't win, you didn't cover, you didn't do anything. I mean, it's real simple. You can't beat good teams. I mean, good teams. Not not like average good teams, you know, like that are that are just, you know, re- really good teams you can't beat. You can beat good teams, not really good teams. I mean, that's what it boils down to. I mean, let's get down to the gist of it. This is in the NCAA tournament. Everyone that makes it is a, is a good team. And then... There's really good teams. And then there's great teams. And those heavyweight teams are the ones that are going to make the Final Four, not good teams. Good teams aren't making it. Really good teams will have a problem making it. Great teams will be the ones that make it. And remember, when like Loyola made it to the Final Four, they were playing... Great basketball. They weren't just a good team or a really good team. They were a great team that was hot. So when those small schools make it, it's because of being so hot that you're like a pancake on a skillet hot. I mean, you know, just uh, coals on the fire. Simple as that. So I said it today on TV. They lose this game. That's all you need to know that they're not for real. And I told you today that uh, Indiana, if they don't, if if they go two and four down the stretch, they're not going to make the tournament. They have struggled mightily. It's amazing to me how people, you know, I mean, the bottom line is people act like Indiana's a good team. And the reality is, is that, I mean, they're 16 and eight. They're not that good. Uh, they got smoked Saturday by Michigan State. They got beat at Northwestern. Illinois beat the absolute urine out of them. I mean, they killed them. I mean, I, I mean, what more do you need to know? It's like every game. All, I mean, all they do is lose. Uh, Michigan beat their ass. I mean, I'll give them this. They beat Purdue in Bloomington. I almost fell over. They beat Penn State in Maryland. So Farrell and what? If they don't beat Wisconsin tonight, they're up five with 12 minutes left. They got, and all they have left is Ohio State at Columbus. They're not winning that game. They play Maryland again in Bloomington. They absolutely, unequivocally have to win that game. Remember, they won at Maryland. They have to beat them. Minnesota, they play at Minnesota. Minnesota is a two-game over 500 team that they have to beat. They have to beat. And I will not be surprised at all if they go there and lose. They play Rutgers in Bloomington. I will bet my life Rutgers beats them. I mean, honestly, Rutgers is a better team than Indiana. They win all these big games. And when they go to Blue, when they when they go to West Lafayette to finish the season on the fifth of April or the fifth uh, of March, they're gonna they're gonna get whacked by Purdue because they beat Purdue. They beat Purdue in, in Bloomington. They're not beating Purdue in West Lafayette. It always happens the same way. The bloodletting happens every year. You go there and play them, you're losing. So 
Oh, now a fight breaks out. Indiana and Wisconsin are throwing haymaker, 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 haymaker. Well done, whatever. Mike Woodson is livid. He's coming over to his player and telling him to sit his ass down. Sit his ass down. You are sitting down, son. You are not in charge here. He's talking to him. You are not. Who do you think you are? He's lighting him up. Mike Woodson is just defacing this kid. I have to see it start up. It was a, it really was a, I think drama. I think it was incidental. It was nothing major. He was trying to get through a screen and it, it was all, that was all fake. That was phony. That was an absolute phony drama flop. It was Indiana, the kid flopped. It was all fake. He acted like he got his arm cut off, but nothing happened to him. And then there was like an argument. And you know, the argument was from like the kid from Wisconsin was like, who are you kidding, bro? And who are you kidding? And then it started up like chirping, chirp, chirp, chirp. And then Woodson came over and he said, grow up, grow the F up. Go sit down. You're an idiot. That is exactly what just happened. Uh, I need Indiana to win this game. For uh, I bet on Wisconsin, I'll be honest. But I'm an Indiana grad and and fan. I like Indiana. But I have to tell you, like, I'll tell you when I really like Indiana when they're in the you know when they're in the NCAA tournament in the lead eight, final four. And then I really love Indiana. The rest of the time, I give a rat's ass because I'm just too old. I don't care anymore about Indiana. Like I, I just don't. I mean. Pfft. I just don't care. I'm like, whatever. They lose. Like, do you think I lose sleep when Indiana loses a basketball game? I could care less. You know how long? I, I got out in 1987 from Indiana University. I mean, it's been it's 97, 2017. It's been 35 years. 35 years since I was in Bloomington. I mean, like, who cares? Although if I went back, I bet I could pick up a lot of chicks. I'm going there in the spring with my son. He wants to check it out. He's still going to end up going to San Diego State because there's way better ass there. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories. Stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley. With premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more. All built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. When it comes to getting trusted sports gaming strategies and info, you can ask your dumb friend, Kevin. Duh. Or you can just listen to us. We recommend us. And we won't ask to borrow your car either. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench with Scott Farrell. On a bench. So another one uh, tonight that really threw me off was um, Michigan State losing uh, to Penn State. I mean, honestly, I mean, I, I mean, come on. You're playing a team that's nine and twelve, and you lose to them 
on the road. Now, I know it's hard to win on the road in the Big Ten, but you cannot lose to a team that's 9-12 and 12 when you're a legitimate ranked team in college basketball and you're going to be a high seed in the NCAA tournament. That is amazing to me that they blew that game. It was tied at the half. They lost by four. I think it's embarrassing. I mean, it is just like, uh, that has to, I mean, Izzo's not even, he's got agita. He can't even sleep. He can't even sleep now. He's going to have, he's going to have acid reflux after watching that uh, team of his. You know, and I got to tell you, like, I've watched them play. And uh, uh, they started the second half with an 8-0 run. They were up 43-29. to And they lost. I mean, you have got to be kidding me. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, they talk about uh, they're holding opponents to 40% shooting. Apparently not. Michigan State hosts Illinois on Saturday. They lost to him by one uh, at Champaign-Urbana. I remember watching the game. I hit Michigan State with the points. Uh, But honestly... You know, watching them tonight lose to Penn State is all I need to know. That's it. That's all I need to know. They're not winning the NCAA championship. They're not going to the Final Four. They don't matter. When you're 19 and 7 and you can't beat a 10 and 12 team, I don't even care if it's conference. I don't care if they play with snowballs and not basketballs. You have to win that game. That's it. There's nothing else to say. And I've watched them before. And they've just been average and flat and like, you know, insignificant. Like 10 trips down the floor, they get a bucket twice. I'm like, they're, they're just not that good. They don't have any pure shooters that can knock it down, mid-range or otherwise. I just don't buy Michigan State. Thank you. Good night. I mean, honestly. Kent State with a huge upset tonight. Bottom line, if you ask me, uh, Kent State's tough. They're they're sixteen and nine now, but they beat you know a team that was twenty and five in Toledo. Toledo's a really good team, and they got beat, uh, and they got beat at home, no less. Kent State went there and beat them. That is an enormous win for uh, Kent State. They won seven in a row. I mean, that's just a, a really big win. Uh, I know some people may not care about that. I'm telling you, Toledo's going to the NCAA tournament. <laughs> and that's just all there is to it. I hit the uh, the Wake Forest spread on, on Coast to Coast today. Uh, remember it was 10 and a half? I go, uh, they'll, they'll win by a bucket at best. 76-74 Duke. Now, the big story in that game was Mike Krzyzewski left the game after he fell ill during the game. He didn't coach after halftime. That was it. They got a, a, a dunk, like, like a tip in after a, like Mark Williams tipped in. He dunked a, a Banchero miss with no time left on the clock, 0.4, 0.2, whatever it was. And they, they, they looked at it over and over to see if it was, you know, on the rim still, and it wasn't. And Duke, of course, as usual, wins again by two at home over Wake Forest. Uh, here's what I think happens. I think Notre Dame wins tomorrow against BC, kills them. And then Saturday, they go to Winston-Salem. They're going to lose to Wake Forest. And, I mean, Notre Dame's won 9 of 10. They're playing great basketball. They're tied atop the uh, ACC. Bottom line. They're, they're playing great basketball. Notre Dame's going to the tournament. Count on that. San Diego State is up 31-26 on Utah State right now. That's a good game. Irvine leads San Diego. UC San Diego. There's two different San Diegos. UC San Diego and San Diego. The Toreros are the one. Uh, and then uh, TCU leads Iowa State with five and a half minutes to go. 47-45. Good game going on in Fort Worth. DePaul leads Butler by five. I laid four with DePaul today. Colorado smoking Oregon State. I told you that was going to happen today. 
that um, Oregon State is hairdryer city, 79-59. Arkansas uh, blowing out Missouri, 65-48 with four and a half minutes to go. Wyoming is losing at New Mexico. They're in trouble. Down four with seven and a half minutes to go. The Indiana lead is four with just under nine minutes to go. Now a three by the Badgers. Air ball. And Kentucky is getting whacked at Tennessee right now by 15. That surprises me. I mean, it really does. Uh, When is the last time you saw Kentucky get whacked? The worst loss I saw them have was Auburn by nine. I mean, I think Kentucky's legit. I really do. I'm surprised they're down... 15 to Tennessee. Now, I think Tennessee's a decent team. They're ranked. I mean, Kentucky's ranked fourth. Tennessee's ranked 16th. Tennessee's 18 and six. Kentucky's 21 and four. Uh, I'm surprised. I really am. I really am. So, uh, tons of other games. Ohio State crushed Minnesota. I told you Minnesota's absolutely atrocious. 70 to 45 Buckeyes. Missouri State beat Indiana State. Indiana State covered, though. They were getting 13. They lost by nine. Bradley lost at Southern Illinois by eight. Northern Iowa beat Illinois State. I told you on Coast to Coast today that take Illinois State in the three and a half. They lost by two. Double covered air. Northern Iowa had to win. Illinois State plus the three and a half. NC State won at Georgia Tech. Big. Florida lost to A&M. Can you believe that? A&M finally uh, wins a game. Like, they've been awful. But they win 56-55 over a real average Gator team. You know, uh, it's amazing to me. Both those teams are 16 and 10. And um, I got to be honest with you. Like, what happened to Florida basketball? You remember when they used to matter and win national championships? I mean, I know they're, I, I know Donovan's in the NBA, but I mean, honestly, they are, they have fallen off the map in, in football and basketball. I mean, really, I mean, they have, they've turned into nothing. South Carolina beat Ole Miss in overtime uh, on a half-court shot. I think that's how they beat them. BCU beat Fordham by five. They didn't cover. Liberty lost. They were laying eight. Tulane beat South Florida. Iona won by nine. Hofstra won big. How about Hofstra? They beat up on Elon 97-64. Hofstra's 18-9 and nine out on Strong Island. They mean business. Memphis, 81-74 over Cincinnati. Texas beat Oklahoma and Norman in overtime. I gave you everything else. So that is absolutely crazy. Anyway, uh, I saw some stuff earlier. Uh, Giannis dropped 50 on the uh, Pacers. He had 50. The first time he's done it since game six of the uh, finals. But he did it tonight. The Bucks, they only won by nine, though. They didn't cover. I mean, I don't know what's worse, them not covering or them winning. Uh, you know, like they win one game of every five that they play. I mean, I know it's not that bad, but they punt games. Like last night, they got their ass beat. Tonight, they win by nine, and they play at home against the crappy Pacers, and they can't cover the number. I think it was like, uh, 11 and a half. It, it moved to like 14. They can't cover or win regularly in this. You know why? They just punt games. They don't even care. They don't even try. The Bucks don't even try, in my opinion, to win games. And I know everyone's like, oh, I can't believe the guy just said we won the NBA championship. The guy was tied with the champions. I'm not even going to listen to that. This guy's crazy. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, honestly... I mean, it's like last night the Blazers beat them 122-107. Before that, the Suns blew them out 131-107. I mean, I know they win games. I'm I'm not stupid. I know they win games. But they punt games. The Nuggets beat them by 36. The Cavaliers beat them by 16. I mean, the Hawks beat them, and the Hawks have stunk. The Raptors beat them. The Hornets beat them twice in a row on on a Saturday, Monday in early January. I mean, the Raptors beat them, you know, early January. The Pistons beat them. I mean, honestly, 
you got to be kidding. I mean, those teams suck. And they beat the Bucs because the Bucs throw games. They do. They just punt games. They're like, we don't even care. We're getting paid millions. We're the champs. Kiss my ass. We're not trying tonight. I mean, they do it all the time. Have you ever seen anything like it, Mafia? A championship team that won the title go out the next year. And, I mean, they win. I mean... It's like they lose more than they win. They don't. They just don't even care. I mean, they go out and just they just take nights off. You can't even deny it. No, there is no denying it. And honestly, it's it's become a trend. You know, we've seen it before with wrestling guys before, and not really, you know, playing your stars all the time to make sure they're ready for the, the, the you know the postseason. But it's become bigger and bigger. You know, and when you have the Lakers did it, you know, LeBron, the Nets have been doing it, even though they haven't won a title with their guys. When they're the big three, they're always wrestling guys. You know, you've seen Kawhi do it in Toronto and L.A. So often now, it's just over and over that they're, they just don't care, and they'll rest star players. As long as you make the playoffs in a good position, I think the big thing for the Bucks is that they realized we don't need to have home court. Once they found out how to win on the road last year against the Nets, they said, screw it. Why do we need home court? We just need to be healthy. We'll play wherever, and we'll still beat you. And, you know, that's the mentality you have. And we've seen the, the Heat have done it all over and over times. Spurs, it's been a, a growing trend over the last decade of wrestling guys. And it's so frustrating as a you know fan, even more frustrating as a better, because half the time you don't even get it announced until five minutes before the game. So that's why I really only live game bet NBA now, because you never know. I mean, what did we find out? I know they won the game anyway, but we found out, what, like 10 minutes before the game started that John Morant wasn't playing for the Grizzlies today? Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even know, but uh, I swear to God, I didn't even know. This guy, Davison, uh, for, for uh, Wisconsin, he was the one that got in a fight earlier. Um, he just tied the game with free throws, and now uh, in, in Indiana has a lead. But he, he proposed to his girlfriend. She said yes. She played at Indiana and is now a coach at, like, uh, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, or something. She's like she played at IU, and now she's marrying this guy that played at, at Wisconsin. I mean, she must be crazy. Her loyalty should be to Indiana. She played there. Meanwhile, she's like marrying some guy from Wisconsin, and she coaches at Wisconsin, Milwaukee. She's clearly a traitor. I mean, she's just a traitor, backstabber. She's kind of good looking, but I still don't like her. She went to the dark side. It's Pharrell on the bench. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. That's the problem with people. Everybody expects every team in the effing league to win the Super Bowl. One team wins. The rest of them lose. Nothing for you. How about that? One last indignity.
Indiana leads Wisconsin by four. Davidson and this Parker Stewart are going back and forth uh, with each other. They're the two that fought earlier. Davidson's the guy that proposed to the chick. Davidson has hit some enormous free throws and enormous threes to get Wisconsin tied a couple times. Now they're down four. They miss now, and Indiana has the rock with four minutes left in Bloomington. They need this win. They're seven and seven in conference. Wisconsin's ten and four in conference. Nineteen and five overall. Indiana's sixteen and eight. Everybody says they need to, you know, win three of their at least three or four of their remaining games. There's six games left. So uh, it's 65-61 Hoosiers right now. And it's a pretty good game. Rowdy crowd, Bloomington, the whole deal. It's funny, they uh, refurbished Assembly Hall from when I went to school there. And I was there for really all, you know, certainly part of their glory years in 87 when they won the national championship at the Superdome in New Orleans, uh, beating Syracuse uh, on a Keith Smart shot at the buzzer. Bottom line, you know, at the end of the game. And they were down 13 with three minutes to go, and they won the game. This year's Final Four is in New Orleans at the same place. And certainly, uh, Indiana won't be there. <laughs> if they get in the tournament, they're not going anywhere. They're going to be one and done. They might win one game at best, if that. This is a big win if they can if they can finish this off. I mean, there's still four minutes left. They could lose this game. So it, if they win the game, uh, it helps them tremendously. But I'm still uh, not sold on Indiana hoops. When we come back, I'm going to tell you what happened to the Sixers tonight. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen posed that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.